Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Ravona, turn it up. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, the closer, Chris Ventra, my main man, Fantasy Task Jim Day, sitting in with us, former New York Jet, New York Giants, Sam Gons. Join us for a segment. Coming up on the program today is Tuesday. You already know what that means. Time to hand out our game balls for the week for some of our top performers. Next segment, my man uh, Joe Roberts, the fantasy football counselor, he'll Skype in, talk about the Cuddy system, get some waiver wire picks from him, and of course you, the Goon Squad, my people, 844-843-6879. When the telephone lines open up, we will get that number cracking and rocking and rolling. Uh, let's start off with Venture. How you doing, my main man? I'm good. How are you, brother? I'm very happy to have Sam Gons here. I remember him and Sean Williams, two great safeties for the Giants back in the day when I was really young watching football, you know, and that's when I fell in love with the Giants. So. Ah, there you go. Uh, fantasy Tash, Jim Day. We got a, new, a former New York Giant here, so I guess you're happy about that. Hey, it's always great to see a giant in the studio. No doubt about it. Gives me a little love. Get away from that damn Dallas love. Yeah. How about them Cowboys, no. Sam? How about them Cowboys? You know, I never say that. I'm a Dallas <laughs> Cowboy <laughs> fan. Just want you just belt out a how about them Cowboys for me. You know what? I, you know, I don't want to beat him up too bad because my ex-teammate Jason Garrett is running the team right now. That's right. That's right. But I'm, I'm giant and, and, and green all day. All yeah. right, so there you go right there. All right, so this is what we're going to do, Goon Squad, since we got a full-pack show today. I know how important the game balls are to everybody, so we'll give out some game balls. Sam, I want you to comment on the players and some of their performances early in the season. And I'm going to start with my game ball at quarterback for week number three. I've never said this before in my life. I don't think I would ever say this. I was lockstep with Miko Grimes. Ryan Tannehill sucks, but you know what? Ryan Tannehill has stepped up in these first three games, and he's playing well. So the first game ball of week three goes to my main man, Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill, amazingly, come get your game ball. Wow. Game ball for Ryan Tannehill. It's hard for me to clap for that. I understand it's hard to clap for that. Yo, Sam, I've always thought that this cat sucked. But actually, right now, this year, he's playing pretty good ball. I would say, I thought, I didn't say he sucked, but I didn't think he was very good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> different way of saying, it, I guess. But uh, <laughs> you think about it, they said the last ten games that they played with him starting quarterback, nine and, 10 and one. And 0. Oh, ten I and zero, nine and one, something like that. Nine and one, ten and one, ten and zero. But he's doing pretty good. Adam Gates, my old coaching mate, when I was okay. with the Denver Broncos, and he's doing a great job. Over Adam Gates seems like such a miserable man. He he's a good guy, man. Okay. He comes off that way. You know, yeah. you'll see him walking around the office. He's, he has the same look. He's walking around. He's he's always thinking about the next deal and. He's, he comes off as miserable, but he's, he's a good person, and he's trying to win games. That's his only deal. All right, cool. Yeah. Venture, quarterback game ball. Quarterback game ball. I'm going to give it out to my boy, someone I had on my roster but dropped, 
Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen of the, the Buffalo Bills. 10. Come get your first career game ball. Rookie, young man, come nice get your first game ball, Josh Allen. Nobody circles the, the wagon, wagon like, like the, the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Bills. Young quarterback Sam gets his first W on the road. The biggest underdog in the NFL the last 23 years, and they go out there and get a victory. Mm-hmm. I definitely didn't expect that. And this rookie comes in and does a good job playing against Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings has one of the defenses in the NFL. Yeah. And uh, he went out there, and they kicked his – they kicked their butt. They really did. He showed his athleticism. What do you think of Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins, you know, uh, you know, facing him a few times as a coach, you know, his arm is known as not being very powerful, very strong. And, but he's very consistent. Okay. He takes shot. He, he's not afraid to throw the ball downfield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in that way, as a defensive back coach, he puts pressure on you on your secondary. So you got to be ready to take care of those deep crosses and all that good stuff. He's a good quarterback, but I don't think he's up echelon. Yeah, right, cool. I don't think he has the mental because he fumbled twice in that game, and that was big. That was, those were big those turnovers. Were big, big Jim turnovers. Day, your quarterback game ball, big dog. Well, I was going to say Josh Allen as well, just Sorry. for having that big win against Minnesota. That's okay, but I'm going to go with Ryan Fitzpatrick, and oh. the reason I'm going to go with him is – you know, after the start to the game last night, he had the three interceptions. I was already getting tweets from everybody saying, oh, my God, it, here he is. The wheels are coming off. The guy is dying. We're seeing it happen right here. And then he comes back and brings them into the game. They didn't win the game, but he brought him back through two more touchdown passes to keep him in the game. If it wasn't for the defense not being able to stop Pittsburgh at a critical time, he would have gotten another shot. So I'm going to give it to Ryan Fitzpatrick for getting off to the slow start, but then rallying back. Three weeks in a row, three game balls for Ryan Fitzpatrick. The Harvard Houdini, Ryan Fitzpatrick. You get a third straight game ball. Yo, Sam, I don't understand how Sun keeps doing this, tricking teams into giving him big-term contracts. They already said next week he'll be the starter over Jameis. One thing about Ryan Fitzpatrick, he comes out there, he don't care about turning the football over, he just wings it. I call him Mr. 1580. (laughs) You got 1580 on SAT, you got to recognize that. But, you know, I I remember watching him as a coach when I think I was with the Denver Broncos. Yeah. A few years ago, he was with Tennessee. I thought it was over for him. I didn't think... He's played so bad that year. Yeah. He bounced back, and I think it was one of those deals where he came into the season knowing that there was a lot of pressure on him. Yeah. He's not supposed to be a starting quarterback. He went out there and did his thing. And there you go right there. All right, let's switch it over to the wide receiver position. Jim Day, my man, you kick us off. Who was your wide receiver game ball for week number three, Jim Day? I bet none of you saw this coming, but I'm giving it to my man, Mikey Williams. I know you was going uh, to do stepping that. Stepping up big this one. Four receptions, 81 yards with those two touchdowns, 20.3 average yards per target, seven targets on the week. This boy is coming, and he's coming strong, guys. He's going to be there big time for the rest of of the year. year For my main man, second-year player, Mike Williams. Mike Williams, come get your game ball. Big Mike. Come get your game ball, Big Mike. Hey, second-year player, Sam, coming into the league, highly recruited, obviously not recruited, but highly touted out 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 of the University of Clemson. Clemson players normally translate well to the NFL, but he's looking like, listen, I said it yesterday, kind of facetiously, Keenan Allen is the man out there, but Mike Williams, no problem getting it done. So this is kind of like a rookie year for him because he was hurt yeah. last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? had so the back this, injury. Yeah, so you know, uh, those Clemson receivers, they come in, they got speed, they got size, and using if you could do that and run routes, it's going to be hard to cover. There you go right there. Venture, your wide receiver game ball. My wide receiver game ball for the second straight week, my boy Adam Thielen. Are you feeling him, Adam Thielen? Adam Thielen. Three straight weeks, 100 yards, baby. All right, Adam Thielen. I got a feeling big reception for Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen, come get your week three game ball. Game ball for my main man, Adam Thielen. Hey, 
I think Diggs is the best wide receiver in that offense, Sam. I think he's a more talented player. But Adam Thielen gets, continues to get it done. He's a great wide receiver. I got a little history with him. Coach with his Adam Thielen? for a couple of years. Oh, okay. And we used to face him. All you heard about was all the other receivers. But every time you show, see, watch film, you see him scoring long touchdowns and making big plays. And yeah. Averaging a lot of plays per catch. And he's someone that's definitely a threat. Somebody you got to pay attention to. All right, there you go hands. right there. All right, my game ball at the wide receiver position for week number three. Roll Tide, my main man. I drafted him all over the place because I knew how much of a stud he was going to be. Ridley. Even on the field with Julio Jones, first time in his career, Calvin Ridley, come get your game ball. Let's go, baby. I like that one, Roll too. Tide, Calvin Ridley, get your game ball. Everywhere. Yo, son is crazy. He's doing work. So he, you know how it is. When you come to NFL, you hear a lot about receivers as rookies, what they're going to do, what expectations. He's living up to it thus far this season. He, he literally showed out this past week. And when you're out there with a guy like Julio Jones, you're going to get your opportunities to be one-on-one. And yeah. Advantage of it. yeah. And then yeah. They, they, there you go they right there. good wide receivers, too. All right, like Venture, set it off at the running back position. At the running back position, I got my boy who we all had doubts about if he was going to get the carries, and he finally did run CMC, that is, Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. carries and 160. Christian McCaffrey absolutely getting it done, getting the work between the tackles. Christian McCaffrey, come get your game ball. 184 yards on the ground, baby. Looked at as like a flanker style, Eric Metcalf type pass catching running back. But this week he really showed he could run between the tackles. I thought coming into the season that North Turner might mess this up because North runs that old-fashioned style offense. But so far, so good. North Turner puts a lot of pressure on defense. One thing he did when I used to face him, especially when we were playing as a Washington Redskins, he's going to move people around. you got to think about what they're doing instead of what you're doing. All right. When you got a guy like that that's quick hitter, and you're thinking about the wrong thing, he's going to hurt you. Yeah. Right, there you go right there. Slide Jim right Day, who is your running back game ball for week number three? Ah, you know what? This is one that nobody saw coming. I'm going with Wendell Smallwood uh, coming off, off that bench and, and playing a big game for them. You know, 10 rushes, 56 yards in the touchdown. Not great numbers, but 5.6 yards per carry. Not a bad thing. Also caught three passes for 35 yards on five targets. He was uh, much more involved than we thought. Ended up scoring 16.6 fantasy points on everybody's bench or waiver wire. Yeah. There you go right there. Come and, get your, come and get your game ball. Philadelphia Eagle running back, Wendell Smallwood. Come and get your game ball. There we go, baby. It'll be last time Smallwood, he gets Wendell. Clement. Jay Ajay, they just mix them all up. You can't really po- focus on one. It doesn't work for us in fantasy, right. but it does work for the NFL. What do you think about that Eagle running back co- group? You got a group that you don't know who you're going to get, and every time someone steps in there fresh and they can play, that's tough. That puts a lot of pressure on defense. It puts pressure on you to make sure you're in shape. Yeah. And when you tie it, you know they're at their best. Mm-hmm. Did you ever play with Darren, Sm- Darren Sproles? Because he's no, been he's around been a long a time. I haven't played with – I played against him a few yeah. times, especially when he's in New Orleans and – he put so much pressure on your defense. Normally, you don't use two people in your secondary to cover running back. Yeah. We did that when we faced him. That's how good he was. Yeah. All right, there you go right there. My running back game ball for week number three is going to go to a player that keeps getting it done, catching passes, scoring touchdowns, not to mention the fact the Cleveland Browns finally got a W. Carlos Hyde, come get your game ball. Carlos, Carlos Hyde. Hyde. Yep. Carlos Hyde, Looking come get good. your game ball. Looking fresh. Uh, they bring in Chubb from Georgia. Right. Great running back. You know the legacy. Georgia Bulldogs put out great running backs. Chubb comes in, struggles to start. Right. Carlos Hyde, veteran running back, pick right up and take it off with no problem. What happens with those rookies is they, you know, they come out of college and they have a lot of expectations for themselves, and they think they're one of the best players in the league until they face, compete with a guy like Carlos Hyde, who's been in the NFL, played for the 49ers for the last few years, been injured. In yeah. But he, he's the real deal. And that sometimes messes up that rookie. 
He thinks that, man, I might not be as good as I think I am. Yeah. It's a little bit of time to get going. Let me ask you right. a, about this right quick. You see it with Florida State in their secondary. Uh, you see it with, like, um, like, let's go. You see it with Miami in their secondary. You see it with Georgia with their, with their, with their, with their front seven. And you also see it with Georgia with their running backs. When colleges put out play, is that in recruiting or is that when they get to that to the collegiate level they coach them up? I think it's a combination of the two. Like usually, if you got a school that's known for a defensive backs, Florida State, something like that. If I'm a DB, where do I want to go? I want to go to DBU. Yeah. And so yeah. I think it goes on with every other position. So kind of them and the coaching and the history it works together. It's a pedigree thing too. Yeah. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go, Jim Day. Give us your tight end game ball for Week Three. Well, again, this is probably not going to surprise anybody, but I'm going with my guy, Dallas Goddard, getting it done in Ooh, this no. one, uh, having a good good week three. <laughs> hey, seven catches, 73 yards, and a touchdown, 10.4 yards per, per target in this one, seven targets. He caught them all. Look, this, this guy got it done. I've been telling you he's going to get it done. I'm loving that he got it done with Carson Wentz now that Wentz is back. In his first game. Right, for, for first uh Rookie tight end, getting your first game ball of the year, my man. Dallas Goddard, come get your game ball, Dallas yeah, Goddard. Dallas. Big Dallas Goddard, come get your game ball. A lot of they big run rookies. A lot of 12 personnel. Carson Wentz favors the tight end. Uh, is enough targets for Ertz and Goddard this year? Definitely. Uh, especially what quarterback they have. He's going to spread the ball around. He's just trying to win. He's not trying to make you to be the best yeah. player. He's not trying to focus on one guy. And when you focus on five receivers, that's tough on the defensive, the defensive backfield. Yeah, the best um, quarterbacks do that. Yeah, one of the players I like on waiver wire this week. Matter of fact, in a couple of my leagues, I'll be putting down heavy on him. It's going to be Dallas Goddard. If you got some tight end trouble, I think you should go pick him up. Like mm-hmm. I said, Carson Wentz, like like and like like Sam says, love to spread the football around. Favors a tight end position, so I like to see that Ventra. Who is your game ball at tight end? My game ball goes to a guy who you told the listener yesterday to sit for Jesse James, but don't I do said that. don't do it. OJ Howard, baby. OJ Howard, come OJ get your game Howard. ball. OJ Howard, come get your game ball. <laughs> Second game ball on the day for a member of the Alabama, former Alabama Crimson Tide member, Hall of Fame type talent, blocking Free. tight end, Free. also a running, also a tight end that you can get out there and get in routes and coverage. But they said it last night. Uh, Witten and, and um, Witten said it last night. He's like the Dick Vitale all airport team. He looks the part. Right. But not only does he look the part, he plays the part. It's intimidating as a, as a defensive back. You step on the field. You know you you plan on going out there dominating, but size does matter. And sometimes when you got you face with a guy that size, you know you can't get around him to make a play. You're thinking about the wrong thing. And uh, I think this is also a testament to Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Because we haven't really heard about these guys. We know who he was, but we didn't see him put that work in like he's doing right now. All Jackson. Other players that they have going. Right. Jameis didn't job. do it with them, but yeah. Fitz is, right? Well, Jameis had a thing for Cameron Bray. He did have a yes, thing for he, Cameron very Bray. much so. And I, we played against I was actually at Carolina Panthers. I was everywhere. I was at Carolina Panthers as well. And <laughs> yeah. we played against these guys. And these guys, we they got a great connection between him and Jameis. All right. So, uh, final game ball. My tight end game ball. I can't believe I'm actually giving this dude a game ball. I'm surprised he has not exploded yet. But at some point this season... Tyler Eifert is going to go to the injured reserve with a back injury. But while he's out there, Tyler Eifert, amazingly, come limp up here and get your game ball, Tyler Eifert. Let those knees hold Sam, up. Sam, son can't stay on the field. God stays hurt, man. You know, he, he's just, some people are built like that. Yeah. Some, some people, they, they put themselves through a lot in the offseason. I think it catches up to him during the season. And, uh, he's a guy that when you facing him, you know he's a big play tight end. Not too many, though. There's a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's push the mic a little bit closer oh, to you. There you go. He's a big play tight end. Yeah. Um... Red zone tight end, big time. NFL, so you done. You played in the league. You done coaching the. You've coached in the league and everything. 
Today is Tuesday, the off day. What generally goes on in NFL uh, organizations on a Tuesday? You start with the players. The players, it's their day off. So, you know, most players come in, do a little hot tub, take care of their bodies, even if they're not on it. They're not hurting or anything. Like they come in, take care of their body, watch a little film, get a jump on what they're going to do. Usually, as a player, it's hard to get a jump on. The next team, you haven't put the game plan in because really you're just watching them, but you don't really know what you're going to do. As a coach, this is a dreadful day. We come in about 7 o'clock in the morning. We watch the film together. We grade the tape. Actually, on Monday, we grade the tape, but then come Tuesdays. Tuesdays, we come in, and we're just breaking down the film, mm-hmm. trying to figure out what's the game plan going to be, bumping ideas over each other's head, and this, this goes on to about 10, 11 o'clock at night. Wow. Um, let me ask you this. You are you from the Bronx, yes, from the Boogie. Yep. BX stand-up, you already know. Yeah, baby. Um, uh, Saquon Barkley, also from the Bronx, uh, killing it for the New York Giants right now. What's wrong with the Giants' offense? I, don't, I think they – you know what? When you got a new – Coaching staff, a new offensive line, you're moving people around, you get new players. It just doesn't happen in one day. Sometimes you would like for it to. On paper, it looks like we got the best line, but it doesn't happen in one day. So what you got to do, it takes a little bit of time for Lonnie Joe, get the right combination of players. You see they made a change at right tackle. look like it's going to help them out, and I think that change is going to give those guys a little bit of energy. Is yeah. Eli Manning washed up? You know what? When You would say that like when he's when his – Line is not playing well, but you saw as his line played well last week. He looked pretty good. When he has I time, think, yeah. Especially the older you get, the less mobile you are. Not like yeah. he's the most mobile guy already, but when the less mobile you are and the older you get, you need your offensive line to play well for you. Yeah. My man, thanks for hanging out with us for this Appreciate first segment. You, you know fun. what I'm saying? Excellent. Going through our game balls Thank with you. us. There Yo. you go right there. Uh, Sam Garns, former member of the New York Jets and New York Giants, also been around the league coaching and stuff like that. And he's from the Boogie Down Bronx. He's a Yankee Boogie fan. Down. Just like me. Yeah. And just like all of you should be. It's this gold <laughs> quest for 28. But it's, then you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, so it doesn't make any how sense. How about them Cowboys? It doesn't make any sense. That does not make sense. Dallas Cowboys are not New York's team. The Dallas Cowboys are America's team. Wow. They're not just for Dallas. <laughs> They're not just for Fort Worth, Sam. They're for the entire America. Oh, wow. They're America's sewer team. Yeah. <laughs> Dumpster fire. Sam, my man, good looking. Now, when we come back on the other side, we get the fantasy football counselor on Skype. Talk to him about the Cuddy system, Mr. Fantasy Football Frenzy, off and rolling on a Tuesday. There's only one place to listen to the best fantasy advice, and that's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. By downloading the FNTSY Radio Network app, you'll be blessed with having the top fantasy experts right in your pocket. You'll get award-winning and entertaining programs like the Roto Experts. Let's cock-a-doodle do it. Fantasy best friends forever. Yo! Carton and friends. Yeah, buddy! And so much more. You feel what I'm saying? Download the FNTSY Sports Radio Network app now and take the most trusted fantasy experts with you wherever you go. All right, rocking and rolling with your fantasy football friends. We coming to you, Studio 34, Midtown Manhattan. Already gave out our game ball, trying to talk a little bit of waiver wire. So in order to do that, decided we'll bring in for a couple of minutes my main man, uh, Joe Roberts, the fantasy football counselor. I need to talk to him right quick. I need to holler at him about a couple of different things. Joseph, good good, uh, good afternoon. Is it good afternoon? Yeah, good afternoon. How you doing, buddy? How's it going, my friend? How you doing? I'm doing well. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive here with the closer, Chris Venture, my main man, fantasy task, Jim Day. So, uh, fantasy football counselor, l- 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 give, me, give, give, give the website a plug and some of the stuff that you do and uh, ways people can interact with you socially. Sure, absolutely. I'm, I'm very fortunate to have built the platform of Instagram very well, so I'm really big on there. I do a lot of my work on there, so make sure you guys follow at Fantasy Football Counselor on Instagram, and of course the YouTube channel. You can search me and follow there, and I'm available on the podcast at Fantasy Football Counselor, anywhere you get a podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, you know how it is. 
All right, so let's hop Thank into you. it, uh, Council. Let's get right into it. Everybody in the past, yeah, earlier today, um, you know, everybody's like, oh, yeah, the cut, son, that's the Cuddy system, the Cuddy system, the Cuddy system. And I'm like, <laughs> what the F is the Cuddy system? Can you explain to me what the Cuddy system is? I know what the Buddy system is. The Cuddy system is new to me. <laughs> All right, so it's a thought process I came up with. I trademarked this thing, and it actually helps people draft the optimal roster, whether it be DFS or year-long. So CUTI stands for Consistency, Upside, Durability, Depth, and Youth. Uh, like yourself, Corey, I'm very, very particular on who gets on my roster. So they got to fit the CUTI, man. Consistency, Upside, Durability, Depth, and Youth, it's a must for me. you got to at least fit at least three out of those five to even be considered worthy of being on my roster. So let me ask you this right quick. Consistency. Sure. When you look at rookies, there is not nothing to draw off as consistent. So how does the Cuddy system, I guess maybe the Y, the y for, youth, for youth, yeah, is 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 is, is, is how you yeah. bring that into it? But um, how do you how do you go about evaluating rookies? That's a good point, and I really put a little bit of weight on rookies. So what happens is the upside and the youth has a lot of weight, like you're saying, and also the depth chart now. I can admit where I'm right and where I'm wrong. And I had two players endorse my brand through the years. I called Kareem Hunt last year. I got him before he blew up. He was endorsing the brand. And this year, I was a little bit wrong. Ronald Jones, he had an opportunity to succeed. We know that Peyton Barber has been doing nothing, man. That O-line's a bit of a mess. The running game's a bit of a mess. You're not wrong but yet. I called Ronald Jones. Not wrong yet. Wait till, <laughs> wait till week four or five. Exactly. And another guy, and then you were talking about it on the other show, is uh what's his name royce freeman where the heck did Lindsay lohan come from man like, what's <laughs> i love up it with that so these guys were in the cuddy system with upside and the opportunity to succeed you know that didn't work out but again it's a bit of a risk on the rookies that's what i gotta say right quick before before we bring jim in here um ventura i meant to yeah. tell you earlier today yes. ronald jones yeah a healthy scratch again i know he was and that's fine i said <laughs> what i said i said wait till week eight and i think jones will be in there and be the starting let me bring my main man jim dane here jim what's up Hey guys, how you doing? Let's just uh, throw it out there. Get a couple of quick questions to him. But biggest one I got is if you're looking at waivers, and these guys, some of these guys, are still amazing to me that they're on waivers. But if these three guys are on waivers, which one would you go with first? You got Brandon Marshall, you got Antonio Callaway, and you got Christian Kirk. Re reaching out to me, asking me here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. That's that, that's for yeah. you, uh, uh, counselor. Mm -hmm. I, <laughs> I'm going to go Callaway because I'm going to go Callaway simply just based on upside. Marshall, I have this saying I go by, years to wow me and I'm not wowed. Marshall didn't have the greatest year last year. He played second fiddle, fiddle to Odell. This year, man, Callaway's got the upside. If I had to choose out of those three, definitely Callaway. Now, there is a little bit of upside with the quarterback change with the Cardinals, with Kirk. I see the upside there also. Callaway seems more appealing to me. I like Mayfield. I, saw, I liked what I saw initially when he came out. And, uh, man, I, I'm going to go Callaway here. I'm with you on that one. Hey, this is Chris Ventra. How you doing, uh, Joseph? Um, so what does that do to your strategy like when you take this top-notch, you know, first-round starter, bell cow running back, and he doesn't perform for you? Yeah, this has been a mess. I mean, this is one of the worst years with, with the whole contract thing with Bell, McKinnon going out, Mixon getting hurt. I've got uh, Fournette. He hasn't played. So how I've covered myself is basically I've had four running backs. So the guys that have been holding it together for me, I've had Chris Carson. I had TJ Yeldon. I picked him up to cover myself off waivers. And then uh, I've got Royce Freeman. But other guys have been picking up the slack on my team. Guys like Devontae Adams. I had Geronimo Allison. I've got Keelan Cole helped me through the weeks. And I've also, another good thing, that another tip and advice that I kind of go by is anchor my team with a solid quarterback. Because with quarterbacks, you can start seeing those trends. So I've actually got Drew Brees and Matt Ryan as my backup on my team. So 
Drew Brees keeping me in there. Uh, I'm in an expert league. Twitter versus Instagram. Uh, top guys from Twitter going against some of the top Instagram accounts, and I'm two and one in that league. And I need I need Fournette back, man. That's that's the bottom line. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, but that man. proves your point about depth that you need the depth because that's going to happen. One of your running backs is most likely going to yeah. go down. Like Carry On Johnson has been a guy that you know been a little bit of a saving grace for me lately, and that and that attests to saying. You said RB1 in the RB2 slot, trying to project like an RB1 and RB2 slot. Carry on yes. Johnson is that type of guy, the high upside rookie, right? Yeah. Hey, 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 counselor, yeah. who's, yeah, in the, the opportunity. Uh, who's in the Twitter versus Instagram league? <laughs> he so wants a part of it. Was, I do, <laughs> so uh, the, the biggest He's going to yell at you for not uh, inviting him, so be careful what you say. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Brad Evans right now. He's he's the top guy from the Twitter crew, and then we got a couple other guys in there. Um, I'd have to send you a list of them, oh, cool. everybody on there. But Brad Evans is the main guy for Twitter. He's the top guy, and then I'm the top guy for Instagram in regards to follower base. Yeah, no doubt. I ended up winning an experts league. I ended up winning an experts league last year, so I started smack talking, and then some people got you know offended and stuff. And there's a whole Twitter thread, and I, you know I come across a little bit uh, I don't know arrogant sometimes, but really I mean well, and I'm just trash talking, having some fun with fantasy football. That's all it is. I feel <laughs> the same way as you. I, I might come across like that too. I think it's satire though. It's important yeah. to be like that. Oh, yeah. we're, we're personalities. Well, it's important we're to be, be like that if you're right. winning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You should be Absolutely. winning. Yeah, Where's Scott Ang? Absolutely. Don't, don't bring him up. <laughs> uh, counselor, um, <laughs> let, 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 let's get right back in here uh, right quick. Um, you talked about Kareem Hunt earlier, uh, partnering with him last year, promoting the product, whatever, fantasy football counselor, FF counselor. So go, go ahead and check them and go check them out. Um. Yo, if you're a Kareem Hunt owner, you got to be worried about this guy being touchdown dependent because we're not seeing the passes getting thrown to him like we were last year. Right, I agree. I mean, I sense the decline coming up. I thought, like, my projection was lots of upside with Mahomes, but I didn't really know. I thought he'd be a good backup Mahomes, and he's turning out to be kind of what I thought in my mind projected. Now, I sense a decline with Kareem Hunt because if you look at Kareem Hunt's numbers, you know, I got in when he was hot, right? But he was relatively consistent, inconsistent throughout the year, had a couple games where he inflated those numbers. Spencer Ware coming out not really being a factor, but he is very touchdown dependent this year. Not a guy I drafted, and I think he was a little bit expensive for me to go first round. So I avoided him this year, stayed away from that situation. I sensed a decline due to his inconsistency last year. Well, I think that a lot of that was uh, based on um – Andy Reid, forgetting that he was on the team, and Andy Reid will uh, do that from time to time. Um, what you, let me ask you uh, one last one, then I'll let you get out of here. What do you think about uh, Baker Mayfield? Are you, are, are you adding Baker Mayfield? Or are you adding Ryan Tannehill? Uh, what's, some, what's some players you like uh, that could be on the waiver wire at the quarterback position? Okay, now I saw, I think it was your last episode there, an episode of, I think it was yesterday you streamed it. You're high on Tannehill, but listen, Tannehill is the definition of years to wow me and I'm not wowed. Everybody's still waiting on Tannehill. When is Tannehill going to break out? I don't see it this year. Maybe maybe you're right this year. Maybe it could be this year, but I'm all in on Mayfield. I think there's some upside. I'd consider him a stash on your bench for potential upside. Landry's a great receiver and uh, he's got his weapons this year and their defense is picking it up. They're doing good. I think, I think the Browns are completely underrated, man, and uh, I like him as a stash, but me, I'm not picking him up because again, I got Breeze and I've got Matt Ryan in my year long, so I'm set. But Mayfield's got talent. Man, I'm with you on that one. All right, let me. Ask, what is your football team? My team is the is the Colts. How do you why do you like the Colts? Peyton Manning guy. <laughs> I don't know. I just <laughs> yeah, just Peyton Manning through the years. I enjoyed watching Reggie Wayne, those guys, and nice. kind of gravitate to that team. But I I really am not really gravitating to team. I'm just totally fantasy football biased. I will. 
cut my team's throat, <laughs> not literally, but you know, for fantasy, for watching them just for fantasy relevance. I'd rather have my fantasy team win than my team. I'm terrible. All right, uh, I feel you. I was I was curious of that because I see in your background you have a picture of Tom Brady. As an Indianapolis Colt fan, Tom Brady has that's probably not the person I want to look at when I come into my uh, studio well, areas. Well, look, you got you got Andrew Luck back here. You Love got the it. signed helmet here. It's just kind of like my little studio setup. And then you got Aaron Rodgers and we got Russell Wilson up there. I think he's one of the greatest fantasy uh, quarterbacks. Except his O line is crap in the bed this year. That's all. At least you're not a New York Giant fan. That's my man, Joe Roberts, the fantasy football counselor. <laughs> uh, catch up on his website at yeah. FF Counselor and check out all the great work he does. Instagram, wherever you can be. Joe, thanks a lot for stopping by, thanks, my man. Thanks, I really appreciate for you guys having me on. You guys do a great job, and uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much, thanks. my man. We'll holler at you. There goes my man right there, FF Counselor, uh, Joseph Roberts. So that was cool right there. Yeah, that was good. And tell you, a lot of business to take care of today. Do you? But we did the game balls already, We did right? everything good, efficiently. We had Sam, and we had Joe, right? Sammy Gons. Sam, yeah, Sam Gons. You remember him? I remember him well, yeah. yeah I, I, he I hit kind of hard, man. He's a New York Giant, so I don't really care too much about him. Yeah, you honest. didn't watch every Giant game like I did. No, I did not. Unfortunately, for a long time, <laughs> I had to watch the Giants. I was forced to before the invention of the red zone. But then now, now thank God I don't have to deal with that. Uh, Jim, um, how, did, how, how was your Monday Night Football viewing experience? Oh, it was great. And, you know, it, it was a good, solid game, but it got really good once you saw Vat, Vance McDonald throw that hellified uh, stiff arm. And, oh, and yeah. Just, yeah. Push that boy over on his back. I love to see plays like that. I love tight ends that do that. Um, Speaking of Vance McDonald, uh, Venture, you already brought it up. Yeah. Yo, son, I could not sleep last night because <laughs> I was thinking about my man that <laughs> me and Jim told to yeah. sit. I let you guys overrule me on that. Yeah, one. The, we, we we said to play Jesse James because it would be more consistent and he would get the win. He said, "What about Vance McDonald?" Me and Jim both poo pooed Vance McDonald, and I felt so you bad. Know what, wait, wait, last no, night. Jesse wait, wait, got one point seven right points. Decision. He needed two. The guy. Wait, 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 hold on. Points. We need. We made the right. No, he needed five. All right, all right, so there you go oh, right there. Five. Fans, oh, wait, we made right the back. right decision. Phone lines open. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Telephone lines open right here. Fantasy football frenzy on FNTSY Radio. Um, excuse me one second. Ventra, uh, talk to people right quick. I'm sending a text message. What's up, people? Goon Squad, shout out. We're still here for you. We had Sammy Gons. We had uh, the Cuddy System, Joseph Robert, on the program. He was a free Rojo guy. Hashtag free Rojo. Shout out to my man Lance Davis. I think he's eventually going to be something. Listen, you got to have patience with a lot of these guys. Football's, football is a very um, odd sport in the sense that it's very inconsistent. Baseball's somewhat predictable. There's a ton of stats out there, to, and there's a lot of games to make it consistent. Basketball is one of the most consistent fantasy sports, but football is a different animal. That's what makes it exciting, though, and fun. Because, you know, we're all going to be wrong. We're all going to be right at times. And yesterday, you know, uh, someone called up. I forgot exactly who it was. But we're going to be taking calls soon. Um... And he asked about the um, who should he start, O.J. Howard or 
Jesse James. And I just think O.J. Howard with Fitzpatrick oh, are you on this team. That? Are you trying to no, rub no. that in our face? No, no I'm, not, I'm not trying to rub it. He really is, isn't he? We he just really, talked about he, that He makes one break. good call a week. He wants to get it out there. <laughs> I'm not trying to rub it. No, I really not. <laughs> I just think O.J. Howard is, first of all, you know I like freaks, of course, but I just thought he was... He is a freak, he's but he becoming the ball. Right, he's becoming that guy where you can almost, he has a floor now. He has a good floor now, like where he's going to get receptions because he's with Fitzpatrick. It's not like he's with Winston right now. So you should expect him to well, get what some what targets. We, what we are seeing is Fitzpatrick really start to trust him. Right. And I'll go as far right now as saying Howard is an every week start. Absolutely. We saw that last night. I think that definitely continues. But going up until last night, those two hadn't really meshed that way. He had the one big game with the one big play, but that was really it. Now he's starting to see targets. I think that trend will continue. I think Fitz trusts him a lot more at this point. But we yesterday, we made the right decision with the information we had in front of us. Vance McDonald hadn't done crap until yesterday. And then he did it yesterday. We see that all the time. Guys who do nothing for weeks on end Come out and all of a sudden have a big week, and you know everybody freaks out about it. I know, I know. That's the thing; it's the overreaction. Do you want to, um, you know, a guy has a big week? Do you want to start him again? But the thing that comes to my mind, like when I think of Jesse James, like I think of all, all the years he's been around for a while, and I'm like, this guy's always been a guy where he just, you know, he'll have a major dud, or he'll have a nice little game, and then he'll have a lot of major duds. And it's like that just re- keeps coming back into my mind. And then when I think of Howard, I'm like, oh, this is just a big monster tight end, the future of of the NFL at tight end, and it's just, you know, more positive thoughts come into my head when I think of O.J. Howard than when I think of Jesse James, you know what I mean? And he's not really competing with Braid anymore for, that, for the target. So it's like, you know, moving forward, you want to you go with those hot guys, those guys that are getting the targets, obviously, and I would just stick with that. I know some people, obviously, well, that you like. Well, wait, 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 you say he wasn't... He, he's not fighting with Braid for the targets, but Braid had quite a few targets last night and got the end, the end zone touchdown. So yeah, no. he is still fighting with Braid, but I think he's definitely got more trust from Fitzpatrick right, going forward. Right. And I think it could. And then when Jameis come back, you could see that Cameron Braid, if Jameis comes if back. If Jameis comes back, yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick became Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick gave you everything last night that you love about Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? No, because it, it bought. It's 400 yards. Yeah. Love that. Three touchdowns, love that. Three interceptions, love that too. <laughs> Son even ran for 27 yards I last know. night. The uh, Harvard Houdini, Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's so much fun. I don't mind Fitzpatrick throwing interceptions. I really don't. Well, it's not, it in fantasy, ball, you don't. Yeah. No, it doesn't because it, it leads to a game script. When he, when he threw those interceptions, I was like, the second half, he's going to come light the ass up. Yeah. And once again, he got it done. So shout out to Fitz Magic. And you don't mind um, that uh, they can't run the ball that well either because then that he means he'll just keep throwing. You know what I mean? But go. let me tell you, that Fitzpatrick Magic at the end made me lose in GST. I was up by 26 in GST against the mailman, Ron Cafferty. Shout out to Ron. Shout out to Ron. Yeah. Uh, and he had Fitz Magic going. He needed 26. And I almost came back and beat Bones and Bavona with Fitz Magic. Uh, but uh, it, didn't, it didn't go down. Oh, so shout out to Bones and Bavona. They get a nice win in the car in their friends okay. league. Go ahead, Jim. How can I help you? Well, okay. you guys can't you can't see me, so you don't know what I want to okay. talk. But look, you talk about Fitzpatrick. Now we've seen two bad games from Brady. Are you going to think it's crazy this week when somebody comes up and asks, should they start Fitzpatrick or Brady? Or should week? they trade Fitzpatrick for Brady? Like trade away? No, it's Brady not for crazy. Fitzpatrick. It's not crazy. You don't think that's crazy? It's not. That's not crazy. Starting Fitzpatrick over Brady. It's not. Oh, crazy starting at all. him. Um, yeah, it's not crazy at all. There's going to be a time where this fails, though, the Fitzpatrick thing. It, 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 think about the past. It's failed in the past. It will fail again. When you, when you say fail, explain fail. 
Like, What's a Ryan Fitzpatrick so failure? F- Fitzpatrick, if you look at his career stats, he's only had one good season, and it was with the Jets, right? He had, that season where he had a great season in Buffalo. Yeah, that, he, he had, had a great okay season in Buffalo, season too. In Buffalo, yeah. You know, he probably had a better season in the year with the Jets. It was, when I don't think so. The, 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 I'll check right now. Son, can you, I'm, I'm not making it up, Ventra. I, I'm going to look it up. <laughs> like Ronald Jones, I'm not making it up. <laughs> Ronald Jones is just fairy dust right now. Nobody knows where he is. But, um, <laughs> Fitzmagic, he, you get Fitzpatrick in the right system, he can carry you. The NFL portion of it is a problem. The fantasy portion of it, you know, he's probably going to burn you at some point, too. All right, let's go. 844-843-6879. Let's start it off with Drew in Indianapolis. Drew, what up? Hey, how's it going, guys? I'm well, thank you. Uh, so I got a two-part question. What's going on with Fitzgerald? Uh, I'm looking for the targets and the receptions. I'm not seeing them. I caught some of the game yesterday or two days ago and didn't really see anything. Uh, and who should I be going with, him or Lockett? Oh, who, or Lo- oh God. Tyler Lockett, That's who's not- actually – the only receiver on the team. Jim, <laughs> Tyler Lockett laughs, Fitzgerald. I don't want to answer this one. <laughs> and get a hard one at the gym. Well, look, hey, <laughs> you know what? Right now, right now, Lockett is sca- scoring the points. So, I, you know, I get it. Everybody's got concerns o- over Larry Fitz at this point. But, look, I- I'm sticking with Fitz. I, I-, I got to hope that the change to Rosen increases his value again. They, You know, they're going to have to try and get him in the ball. Last week, he wasn't really 100%. Uh, you know, so, I mean, rest of the season, I'd still go with Fitz over Lockett. Lockett is going to have some decent games, but he's also going to throw up a few duds here and there. And, you know, you, you have more of an injury concern with Lockett than you do with Fitzgerald. There you go right there. That's, that's, that's words of wisdom from the great Jim Day. Listen, the Fitzgerald thing is tough because of the quarterback situation. And Lockett is getting it done right now. I've never really been a type to trust Lockett. But uh, he's getting it done he's right now. He's getting touchdowns. 844-843-6879. My, 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 uh, excuse me, my battery died. So he's doing this. Oh, I got to plug in. Uh, and I plug in because if I don't plug in, I can't see the call list. Hold on one second. Okay, I'm going to say something. Check, baby, check. Baby, one, two. two. All right. Um, Breeder. Breeder. Okay, I'm back. I'm see, I can see myself again. I, oh, oh shucks. By the way, I agree with you, Jim. Um, Fitzpatrick, uh, Fitz, Fitzgerald is going to be fine once. Hey, I think Ramona, Rosen tell me gets, 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 gets involved, is. you know? Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I like that as well. He, he'll get his He's numbers back up, Rosen, guys. Yeah. Don't, don't go crazy. Yeah, so I wouldn't worry about that. Plus, Rosen can run the ball. Nobody really talks about the fact that he runs the ball. Oh, well, I shouldn't well, say actually, no one because sl- actually I heard Frank Stample say it uh, on the BFF show. So I, I agree with him. He can definitely run a little bit too. So that's going to create some, some offense as well. Yeah. I'm back. All right, here we I go. See, I, haven't heard, I haven't heard Gabe say it. Yeah, Tom, Tom, uh, uh, talking about uh, the, the the running. Uh, That's Allen, Josh Allen. <clears throat> oh, wrong, right. wrong, Josh, wrong, Josh. Rosen's probably the slowest of the rookie quarterbacks, I think. But he can, he has. But they all could run. Yeah, they, can get, this yeah day, can this get. This day, this day and age, damage. Different. He's not going to do it a lot. Mm-hmm. And he's going to do it at key times. Hopefully, that opens up the offense. Mm-hmm. All right, Tom's in Florida. What up, Tom? Yo, what up? How you guys doing? Good. Oh, what's good with you, Tom? So, um, first, um, I want to get my QB, the QB controversy in Tampa right now. Okay. So, like, right now, I just want to, I just want us to, like, ride the hot hand with Fitzpatrick, like, while the freaking fire, like, still lit. No doubt. But, like, you got to understand that Jameis, he's a very talented quarterback. He's a franchise QB. I agree. Everyone that's saying, like, straight Jameis, he's not good. Fitzpatrick is a franchise quarterback. No. Like, no. 
we've seen this, we've seen this with um, Ryan Fitzpatrick like plenty of times. He's a journeyman quarterback. He's I agree with you 100%, here. Tom. Fitzpatrick is a journeyman quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's playing well right now, so I, I agree. you got to ride the high, hot hand. And Jameis did this to himself, so he has nobody to blame but this. But one thing I will say is this in defense of Jameis. Ryan Fitzpatrick is free enough, comfortable enough to just go out there and wing it with no problem. Winston is constantly in the back of his mind, don't turn the ball over, don't turn the ball over, don't turn the ball over. Winston plays his best when he's allowed to play like Fitzpatrick, go out there and be free and let it rip. And I think he has to get back to that. Listen, some quarterbacks just throw interceptions. Tony Romo just threw interceptions. Brett Favre Favre just threw interceptions. I'm not going to knock a quarterback for throwing interceptions when you're just out there winging it, trying to win. I agree with you. I love those Andrew Luck is another interception thrower. I love those guys. Now, Eli Manning throws interceptions too, but he throws bad interceptions. He's a gunslinger, though. We would call him a gunslinger. gunslinger. He's He's a slinger, slinger, baby. Not a damn gunslinger. Come on. He's a slinger. Oh, come on. (laughs) Eli Manning has had some of the best long-term Long distance throws yeah. in the league. Come on, can you, you can't say that. And Tom, you got a fantasy either. question? He could definitely put the ball down the field. All right, so let me get into my man Ralph in the Bronx. Tell, don't tell the Bronx to don't tell the Bronx to stand up. They never sat down. BX, what up? What up? What up? Check check. Yo, what up? What up? What up? Yo, B, BX or B next? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Ralph? I got, I'm at, I'm actually uh, Jurassic Forest from the Goons Club League. Oh, okay. What up, son? Um, I got a question. So I got I dropped Andrew Luck. I also picked up Fitzpatrick, who I I played over Luck yesterday. Me too. But the thing is, I want for long long term value. Should I pick up a third quarterback like Tannehill or Baker Mayfield? Who would you who you going who you going to cut to do that? Um. I'll probably cut Ronald Jones. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ron I don't Jones. I don't understand why Free you have Ronald Jones. Jones, but yes, you can cut Ronald Jones. But if you're talking about a league with 16 roster spots, I don't like carrying three quarterbacks if I only have 16 roster spots. Yeah. Small rosters, I, I wouldn't carry uh, by, three. By the way, I, I actually Look here, don't have a defense. Jurassic, this is what you do, Jurassic. Go ahead, Jim. Well, this, this is what you do. If you're really that concerned about Fitzpatrick moving forward, sell him now. Try and get another That's quarterback for him idea. now. You can probably get a better quarterback than what's on the waiver wire by trading him. Somebody's going to take him off your hands. Look, he's a top quarterback right now. If you're that concerned about him moving forward, which I understand there's definitely things to, to be concerned about with him. If you're that concerned, trade him now and get an even better quarterback. I would trade him right now for Russell Wilson and not even think twice about it if you can make that I don't that think happen. an owner with Russell Wilson would do it. You never know. But there might be some out there. That, hey, Russell yeah. Wilson is, is not doing anything at this point. I know. I know. You'd be surprised what people will give up. There you go. Oh, uh, Ralph, my man, thanks for checking in. 844-843-6879. Eric is in Florida. Eric, what up? What's going on, guys? Chilling, chilling. What's good with you, E? Question. I got uh, somebody dropped Fitzpatrick and I'm mean, Fitzgerald and Amari Cooper. They're both on my way of wire. And I got these three guys to drop to pick him up. Alfred Morris, Devin Funches, Edelman. Should I do it? Alfred uh, Morris, Devin Funches, and Edelman? I wouldn't drop Funches or Edelman. Well, who's the other one? Alfred Morris. I'd drop Alfred Morris. And you pick up Amari Cooper? Amari Cooper. Is, is this a 10 or 12 team league? Uh, 12 team league. Amari Cooper on the waiver wire in a 12 that's, team that's league. That's disgusting. I'm disgusted by it. Uh, uh, just because, you know, when, when you don't know when to start a guy, 
you know, it's hard to keep them on your roster. You know, I, I can know. see it. And that's the, and, and, and here's the thing about <laughs> it. And I and if you want to make the Cooper move, I would cut uh, Alpha Morris. Thanks a lot, E. Um, here's the deal, right? What's the deal with Cooper? Here's, here, 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 listen, you don't think that you would see Amari Cooper on the waiver wire. But right? this is what somebody told me this uh, some years ago. Oh. When you have a player like Amari Cooper who's very inconsistent, your best bet as a fantasy owner may just be to cut him. Because you know why? Because each and every week that he's on your, in your, that he's on your roster, you're going to convince yourself to play him. Oh, so yeah. get him yep. off the roster altogether, and this way you don't have to. Then he becomes somebody else's problem. But here's the thing: what if he does pop? You wait till a, uh, like we yeah. You we, wait like till we a big week and trade him. But what if no, he, what if he pops? Nobody thinks that, but you. Nobody thinks that. Am but I the you. only person? I can't be the only person in the world that thinks he's going to pop after two bad weeks and one good week, and he's mostly on everybody's team. Everybody knows the guy's talented. Otherwise, he'd be in the waiver fodder right now. Everywhere, I'm talented because too. everybody put him on their draft <laughs> yes, list like an idiot. They weren't listening to us or listening to me or listening you, to Corey. Me, yeah. Maybe they were listening to you. I don't know what the hell was going on with them people. I try to be patient. But, uh, my yeah, no. I rode son last year. I was I all about it. Listen, he's tremendously talented. All the talent in the world. Look at Watkins. How many years have we been patient with him? Well, well here's the, this is the problem, Ventra. It's this season. Yeah. This is the season. This, the, we we got to make decisions on Cooper right now. Right. I'd rather not it deal with the headache. I'd rather not deal with the headache. I'd rather not deal with the headache. Yeah. I'm, I would be hurt dropping him, though. I'd feel I, – I don't know if I could press that button. I don't know if I could bring well, myself to press that button. That's why I say don't really drop him. Wait till he has a, another good week and then try and sell him. Let could me, do that. Ventrum, mm-hmm. are you still – the teams where you have Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. I, did I, you cut him? Well, well I'm, there's no way to drop yet. It's tonight or tomorrow Are you going to cut him or are you going to keep him on the team for, no. for novelty? No, I got to cut him. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, I got a feeling that Ventra is not going to cut Garoppolo, that he's going to leave him on his bench thinking that he's like the mascot or something like that. I can, Jim, I can, clear, I can see him keeping Garoppolo <laughs> on his team. Now, I think he's going to drop him, but while he's dropping him, while it's actually happening, he's going to have taps playing on his uh, stereo. <laughs> <laughs> you hear the trumpet play. Do, do, do. <laughs> I'm going to play the Godfather theme song while I'm dropping him. It's going to be very yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, I might be crazy, but I'm not that crazy. You know what I mean? I'm, tr- I'm still going to try to make smart decisions and not have a rotting spot in my roster. All right. Nathan is in New Jersey. Be okay, wait here. Breaking right. news. Breaking news. Please You're saying now Brita has a hyperextended knee is in doubtful for week four. Ooh. Who? Well, they're saying in the chat room, so I'm hoping they're correct. And Ooh. I'm not just. Well, play it, though. A Brita. Brita. Oh, Brita. my goodness. Ooh, you got to be effing kidding me. Well, you have him a lot. <laughs> I got And the I San got... Francisco curse rolls on. Oh, my God. That's brutal. San Fran can't get a, wait, a, wait, catch wait, a break. Wait, wait, wait. Can we get this news again? Matt, what, what happened to Matt? Check, baby, check, baby. Maybe one, one two, two, three, four. Three. What happened? <laughs> we didn't even get a chance to play the damn song next week. I didn't get a chance to give him a game ball. Check, baby, check, check baby. baby. One, two, three, four. What the hell is going on with Matt Breida? Please tell me please this say it is incorrect. Song. Yeah, please say it ain't Oh, song. my God. I Matt. haven't seen anything yet. I'm still looking. I don't want see, you can't just take any don't be coming in the goon squad. Don't be lying to us. Let me see. I've not heard anything about <laughs> Matt Breeda yet. And I need Matt Breeda out there to catch them check downs from CJ Beathard. Oh, it says <laughs> wait, actually, look, I'm reading this. Breeda appeared to suffer a serious injury in the second quarter, but he shook it off. But this is the thing. 
I mean, wouldn't we see this right away right you now? Can, it looks like we're not going to. You could play with it for a little while, but later on it could be a problem. If I play with it for a little while, I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> That's what's going to happen if I play right with sleep. it for a little while. <laughs> sleep like a baby, you be and knocked eat. out. You sleep, know what I'm saying? Sleep. <laughs> Goon Squad, we're going to find out what the deal is with, um, with Matt Brady. Check, baby. Check, baby. One, two, three, four. And I'll be back tomorrow, a little bit more normal program. Shout out to my man Sam Gone. Shout out to the fantasy football counselor. For the closer, Chris Venture. For my main man, Fancy Taz Jim Day. Everybody on the fourth floor. Yeah, 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 yeah. We out. <laughs>